0: Long day for me today, but it just—it uh, <laughs> just proves to me that there's really pretty much nothing that we can go through. That if we depend on Him, He cannot carry us through. Whatever He's called us to do, He's going to equip us to do. So He called me to do this this day, and He has equipped me. But I have to tell you, once I hit my pillow t- t- tonight, I have to say sorry to my family because I will be snoring. <laughs> just wanted to give them a heads up. Just got tested not too long ago, and 63% of the time while I'm sleeping, I do snore. And so my kids have been trying to tell me that for the last several years, and I did not want to believe it. Now the test comes out. <laughs> to test, I'm going to talk to you when I get home, Papa. <laughs> the test comes out, and now the, the truth is out. And so I cannot hide behind they're hearing things, I have to stand up to the truth. Praise God. And uh, God is, you know, is always good to us. And, uh, you know, when uh, my husband went uh, for his test on Friday and we just saw, you know, God's peace and rest all over him. And, uh, you know, he was told that he shouldn't be doing anything for 48 hours. So I said, hey, bud, I'll take it up. We're good to go. I got you back. And uh, as I was looking and walking this through, a concept came to my mind. I really understood, you know, this, this, this title that came to my mind. It says, his yoke, our freedom. I went, oh, my goodness. I think that's a good message. And so I'm going to do it tonight. <laughs> I have. Actually the bare minimum, the bones of it, but I sense that God is one of speaking to us because you know I, we have choices every day as we walk through our burdens and our trials to take up His yoke, that means to walk alongside Him. And and let him lead us and guide us into that place of freedom. I mean who doesn't want freedom? We all want freedom. But I have to tell you, that there is a concept and a reality, a principle tonight that you need to hear that I have tapped into a long time ago. And I thank the Lord for it. And if I'm wise, I'll do the shift right off the bat. You're going to understand what I'm trying to tell you when we start. But let's just bow our heads and ask the Lord to come and anoint this word because I need him tonight. I need him to come and do what he does best. Heavenly Father, we thank you. We thank you that you have showed up in worship, that you are here, that you're present, that your manifested presence touched us right where we needed it tonight. We thank you, God, that you are faithful and true to your word. And I'm asking you tonight that you would come with an anointing and power for me to speak, Lord, from your heart. And I'm asking that the people who are hearing, those that are here tonight and those that are online, will get something that will just change the way they do life, how they approach trials and stressors of life. We all have stressors, God. We all have trials. We all have suffering. But it is in and what we choose to go to that will actually predict if we are going to walk in freedom and learn from those things. So I ask tonight, Lord, that you would just make that clear to us. In Jesus' name, I pray. Our first verse, we don't have any PowerPoint tonight, so you have to do the, the, the searching. So Matthew 11, I want you to open your Bibles to Matthew 11, 28, 29. It is one that is fairly simple and one that we hear often, and I want to really break it down to you today. It says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle, I'm humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. How many of us want rest for our souls tonight? Generally speaking, we don't associate freedom with a yoke. The two concepts strike us as opposite. Yoke, freedom, mm, I'm not too sure. Sure. And yet the very one who said he came to set us free also invites us to share his yoke. To complicate matters even further, he promised rest for those who take up this offer. And it's just such a, an oxymoron. Take the yoke and you'll be free. Take the yoke, you'll experience freedom, of uh, 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 rest. Take the yoke and you'll experience you know, uh, peace for your soul. So how can one possibly find rest or freedom by putting on a yoke. When Jesus says this, take my yoke upon you. He meant that we are to submit ourselves to him every day in every way. But in doing so, what we do is we see actually experience freedom in our lives and we can experience the rest. And so when he's asking us to submit to him, this is the key issue why we have such an issue and why we actually pick up other yokes and they're so heavy and so laden down by the responsibilities that we fail to understand that his yoke is light. His yoke is easy. His yoke is one that we need to seek. Now, I'm going to see if I can break this down for you today. A yoke was made of wood. And I don't know if you guys know this, but a yoke is the the one things that have the two sides of one, you know, two ox that, that go and plow the field. And you always have an old ox who has had a lot of experience and who, you know, understood what it was to plow that field straight. And he just knows that, you know, so they put in a young ox with them in order for the young ox to be mentored by the old. And the actually carries the weight of the load and the animal is just going like this, following it. And, but in doing so, he becomes experienced. He actually experiences the freedom to walk alongside this experienced ox and he does what he needs to do, the work, the work that has to be done. So it's, it's a wooden hand carved to fit the neck and shoulders of an animal to prevent pain and discomfort. And it's, it's, it was put on the animals for a reason. In ancient culture, the uh, the word yoke was a term that was used to describe submission. So when someone was described as being yoked to someone or something, it was communicating the idea that he or she was in submission to that person or to that thing. When Jesus says, take my yoke upon you, he meant that we are to submit ourselves to him in every every day, in every way. And so there's a lot of times when we are faced with certain things, we don't consider Jesus's yoke as something that we want to. That means that we're going to walk with him, that we're going to let him take the lead. We're going to let him take the burden and the weight of that responsibility. And because we don't believe that he's going to do it, because we don't understand that his power... His strength is so much more than our own. We take up the yoke on our own. We take another yoke in, in and we walk by ourselves, carrying the weight. And let me tell you, most of the time, we end up in greater captivity with very little uh, freedom. So we need to remember, we are all yoked to someone or something. Today, you're yoked to something. You might be yoked to fear, to anxiety, to a situation, to a circumstance. You might be yoked to a, uh, a decision and you're not sure how to let go and to let God. There's something that you're yoked to. See, we submit either to Jesus when we're faced with things and we yoke ourselves with him and saying, God, I'm going to trust you to lead me in this. And, but beloved, we know we have a hard time. We have a hard time letting go. We have a hard time letting, just submitting to the leadership of Jesus in our life. To, so we submit to Jesus and his ways. And the scripture tells me when I choose him over me, When I choose him over something else, what happens is that I experience his rest and the freedom. But when I submit to my fears, my anxieties, to the unknown, to the uncertainty, without bringing Jesus in, without submitting to his ways, what happens is I carry a yoke that is very heavy. And that yoke is based on emotion, on event, on what we see and feel. And it produces unrest and captivity. All of us have done it all of us when face instead of actually when we're burdened and weary and and God calls us to come to him Jesus calls us to call to him to rest we actually go to other things what we don't what we don't understand is that if we don't go to his yoke then we never do find rest in that in that journey we, we seldom find freedom if we go elsewhere, but going to Jesus, we will find something else in the end. Uh, So Jesus, when we follow him, when we say, okay, God, I'm faced with this, I'm faced with the uncertainty of my husband's health. I have a choice to carry this by myself to try to fix it, to try to weigh the consequences, to try to figure out how this is going to look like, or actually I go to God with this burden. I take up his yoke. That means that I am letting him lead. I'm letting him show me what needs to be done. And so as I'm walking with him, I don't resist him just because I don't get an answer. I don't resist him just because I don't don't see how God is doing something. None of us, none of us can dictate how tomorrow will be. We can make plans. But in the end of the end, God has the last say. But when we don't understand that he is sovereign and he is good and his will is perfect for us, then we actually carry yokes. We carry the heaviness of life around us. And it really does. Uh, it causes not to walk in rest and in peace for our souls. So we have to choose what we're going to be submitted to. Either the things that we're going through or we submit to him. See, the reason we have a hard time coming to him is due to this word, submission. So let's be real. Submission can be hard. And honestly, it can be quite challenging to do so willingly, especially in the world where people break their trust with you. Because we experience the breach of trust over and over and over again, we translate that to how and when or if ever we submit to God. When God is not like man. God, when he says something, he is going to stick to the plan. His foundation is sure. He is a rock that is higher than anything we can go through. But when we submit to him, what we do is that we, 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 we come against this challenge of not wanting to do it. But as Christians... We are called to hand over our lives and to submit to his ways for his sake. You see, we so make it about us that we forget about the bigger picture. To trust him completely is something that is a journey. We have to walk through this. He understands us. He understands us and he waits for us patiently. And he says to us in James When he speaks of Jesus, when Jesus speaks of the yoke, he was referring to the relationship we have with the life of Christ in us. He was referring to this relationship of walking side by side with us, going the same direction, covering the same grounds, encountering the same obstacles and traveling at the same speed. If I let Jesus, and if I take up his yoke while I go through this, then then I actually, you know, I I go through it. I might not understand it, but what happens is that I have rest for my soul. Is that I don't fret. I don't get anxious. I don't get heightened. Because as long as I submit to his ways as I'm going through this, I will see freedom from whatever that I was feeling before I chose to submit to him. When we submit to anything else other, that means we'll be yoked to something or someone and that yoke will keep us in captivity. By inviting his audience to submit to his yoke, he was asking them to come alongside him. In a sense, he was offering three things to us tonight. First, he was offering to help you shoulder your burdens. But we are so self-dependent dependent on others, that we have the key to our freedom, the key to alleviate the fear and anxiety that we experience. But we fail to understand that he wants to shoulder the burdens for you. Like this old ox, he shoulders the whole burden. The young pup has nothing to do but just to follow. Wouldn't it be great if we learned to do this in our everyday life when faced with things? So He first, he offers us to help us shoulder our burdens, Second, he was offering to guide us for whenever two oxen were, were, were yoked together, one was always considered the lead animal. That means he's gonna lead us out. The reason why we stay there for long periods of time when we're exper- experiencing troubles, it is because we're not understanding the concept of submitting to him. His ways, his thoughts, we don't trust him enough to do it. And the third thing that he's asking us when we go to him for a yoke, he says, Jesus offers to instruct us in the ways of freedom. So while we, do, we, we, we come to him and we let him lead, what happens is that he shows us his ways of freedom. Many view the yoke of Christ as a threat to our freedom. From our perspective, a yoke is a yoke, regardless of who, who it belongs to. So we need to ask ourselves, what is truly freedom? There's an article I read from Focus on the Family and he says, in the land of the free, we often confuse the true nature of freedom. For many of us, Freedom has become synonymous with personal independence. We are independent, therefore we are allowed. We, we have the ability to make our own decisions and choose our own path in life to do whatever we want, whenever we want it. And that is generally called outside freedom. That means you will kind of sense that you're free. It's an illusion, by the way, if you just don't get it, that, that as long as I have all my ducks lined up and as long as everything is there, it's actually, it produces freedom, but it's an outside freedom. It's very, very temporal and it all depends on the flow of things. That means I, I, if I want everything, that means that my husband has to come with the right attitude, the environment in my home has to be perfect and loving, and that in order for me to experience the peace and rest for my soul, I mean, everybody has to do what I'm telling them to do. Kind of risky, isn't it? It's an outside freedom. But this is not the freedom that Jesus promised us. When Jesus revealed himself as the Messiah, he said to us, I've come to proclaim freedom. When we do it his way, freedom is always the end result. When we carry his yoke, it is our freedom that we experience. If the son sets us free, you will be free indeed. That's what he says in John. So if we go to the son, instead of going to our own dependence and our own strength, we will be free. Jesus was not setting us free to do whatever we wanted. He was freeing us to do what we ought to do. That means we ought to glorify him in all that we do. But so many times when we're yoked to other things, yoked to our stress, yoked to our financial burdens, yoked to whatever that's going on in our life, and we don't choose to take up Jesus's yoke when we're burdened, then what happens is that we experience a lot of the symptoms of that behavior. We experience unrest. We experience fretting. We experience... irritability, who has never been irritable? Don't say it. We're on live here. People will know if you lift up your hand. So we, we, we get angry, we get frustrated. And so we understand when all of these things are happening, that means you're yoked to something else. Because Jesus says, if you take up my yoke when you're burdened, Mata, your soul will be at rest. That means I'm going to find my source of strength somewhere else than you then you, then you, and then you. I'm going to find my source of strength somewhere else. Submission to God. Actually, I just skipped a, a, a skip point here. Submission is also about humility. Now, humility is about what we see in James 4, 7. It says, submit yourself then to God. And if we don't get this, no matter how much you try to resist the devil, it's not going to work. First, we need to submit our fears and just be real where we are. We just have to be real. God, I'm anxious. God, I'm, I'm discontent. God, I'm bitter. God, I'm fearful. And we just are real. So we have to submit it to God. And so when we submit it to God, we can resist the devil and he will flee. And then he says, come near to God and he will come near to you. In verse 10, he says, humble yourself before the Lord and he will lift you up. He will lift you up. So in our times of trouble, we need to recognize that it's not all about us. See, selflessness is the key with submission. That means it's necessary that we understand there's a reason why these things are happening in our lives. And it is to actually to bring him glory in the end. So submission also does mean that we have to say no to certain things for his purposes. There are certain things I have to say no. I don't understand why I have to say no, but I've got to trust that he knows my tomorrow. And he's asking me, I want you to say no. I want you to remove this distraction. I want you to to just take away those things that keep you running to other things. I want you to say no. See, letting go of our desires is quite difficult at times, isn't it? though it hurts for a moment and we might be fearful for a moment, the end, when we choose his yoke over our own yoke, it is completely worth it. Because we need to remember the heart behind God for us is that he knows that he has a plan for us. He knows that he wants to prosper us and not harm us, that he has planned to give us hope and a future. And that's what we see in Jeremiah. It is a promise that God says, if you run to me when you are burdened, you will find that rest. Not only that, you will find your freedom because I am humbled of heart. That means I am gonna choose you over everything else every day. And but when you choose me and my ways, you are going to experience rest. So every one of us is yoked to someone or to something. The question is, to whom and what do you want to be yoked to tonight? Some are yoked to the power of sin. You have a habit that has you so laid down and, and you can't break that habit. And so you go to your externals for freedom to try to break that habit, but it never comes. Some of us are under, you know, they are under uh, some control of other things, maybe control of fear or anxiety, or maybe thoughts of oppression and depression. And you're yoked by these ang- this, this anxiety of life. and But God keeps on inviting you to come to him you know, he does it all the time. You know that, eh? We might not be hearing it, but he's always inviting us to come when we are yoked by these things. When we are yoked by what we face, the life stressors, when we're faced with another decision, with another bill, with another hurt, with another betrayal, with another disappointment. God says, come to me and I will give you rest. But when we refuse to come alongside him, we only find ourselves years down the road, still captive to the same thing that we were faced with. The Savior knows how to keep your marriage free from all the destructive forces out there. He knows it. So don't carry the yoke, carry his. And when you let him lead you and you move with him, his ways, his thoughts, what he'll do He'll give you rest while you walk the pattern of freedom, while you see your marriage, get free and get restored. The Lord knows how to free your mind up from all the anxious thoughts and all the condemnation and the guilt that you feel, all the depression and discouragement and despair. He knows it. He knows how to free your mind from jealousy, greed, and lust. He knows how to help you avoid becoming enslaved to destructive habits and attitudes. He knows how to break these things that are over you. And so he invites you to come alongside with him and learn his ways of freedom. He offers you an opportunity to walk beside him through life disappointments. He says in Isaiah 58, I love this one. He says, is not this the kind of fasting I have chosen? He says this, to loosen the chains of injustice, to untie the cords of the yoke, to set the oppressed free and to break every yoke upon you. See, when you look at the history of Isaiah, the people actually broke the yoke of God upon them and went to other yokes doesn't make any sense, but we do it every day too, beloved. See, Jesus wants to release you of those yokes that oppress you, that drive you absolutely crazy, that causes you to lose grounds day in and day out. And he's encouraging you to take his yoke instead. Our way, our yoke doesn't equate to freedom, rest, or healing. He said... Take my yoke upon you and learn of me. My yoke is easy and my burden is light. All he's asking you to do is to believe. I've seen many carry their own burden for fear of losing control of their life. I see so many who try to maintain their life, maintain their bondage, maintain their darkness, keep it silent, keep it hidden. And they do this for years, not understanding they have no rest. They're forever anxious. Jesus is offering an opportunity to learn from him and making our, to make our lives easier and meaningful. But it will require... Submission. Submission to his lordship, submission to his ways. So let me give you, I gave you selfishness, uh, selflessness and I gave you humility at the beginning. Now let me give you two more attributes that follow along with submission, what it looks like. The second one, the f- third one is vulnerability. See, submission is about being Vulnerable. Being vulnerable is an automatic for genuine submission to the Lord because he's not asking you to be vulnerable to someone that you don't know. He's asking you to be vulnerable to him. There is no turning back when we start walking this pattern of submission to him. You are going to feel fully exposed. This is what you're going to feel. You're going to feel exposed. You're going to feel like you're an open book to God. Your heart will be examined. The temptation, the sins that are, you're facing will be brought to the light. But that's all good, beloved, because all of those things keeps us yoked to something else. Your heart will will be you know exposed to God and his love. See, vulnerability, vulnerability places you into a position where you are fully putting your life into his hands. Giving up all of your burdens, anxieties, and your fears, and trusting him with him. Submission is about trust. Ultimately, it is trusting that at the end of the road, everything will be okay. See, I don't know the results of my husband's test. But I have that sense because I decided before going into this that I was going to let God carry that yoke. I was going to walk alongside Jesus and I'm going to ask him to take this burden. I love my husband. I don't want him to go through anything. But I'm not in control of that, am I? But if I trust him, then I know that everything is going to be okay. Good, bad, it's still going to be okay. It is that hope that he will someday use what's going on with my husband and what's going on in my life to grow me spiritually into a person that God wants me to be. He's going to use all of these things, all the stressors, all the anxiety, all the fear. And when I decide to walk alongside him, what happens is I experience that freedom and that that sense of rest. Rest is about trusting his ability to work it through you. It's not you. That's what grace is, is trusting his ability to work through you. So as I touched on earlier, this process of submission, taking up his yoke and letting go is a process and it's not easy. Yes, I get it. I've been there. I've chosen other yokes. I've chosen to be attached to things or even my dependence will try to figure it out because I thought, you know, if I was going to get freedom, I have to do it my way. I've seen it. I've lived it. And it could be tough when you say yes to Jesus. When he invites you to come along in your time of difficulties, it could be tough at times. And sometimes even unbearable because there's patches you're going, oops, how am I going to continue God? But he is faithful like that ox will always continue, even though that the young ox loses his footing. He will continue. He will carry the weight of the, y- the yoke, and he will bring it forward. And this one just has to just go with them. And that's what usually I do is at dirt times, I don't know where I'm going to get my strength, but Jesus gives me the strength to follow because he's carrying the burden for me. He's walking alongside me. And instead of my soul being uptight and anxious, I choose, no, I get that rest because I've chosen him to be my yoke. See, God sent his son Jesus to take up this burden unto him so that we may experience the freedom in whatever circumstances we're going through. He sent his spirit to aid and to guide us out of darkness. And our responsibility is to submit to him, to seek his ways always. See, his yoke, his way, his power, his heart equates to my freedom. Jesus also declares that his yoke is easy. Now, the word easy doesn't mean simple. It just means good. It means his yoke, his ways are good they're good. If I'm yoked to Jesus, there's peace in being yoked to someone good, loving, and patient. Isn't, that, isn't there peace? When I know he's good, loving, and patient, and I'm following alongside with him, I lose nothing in the mix, do I? So I'm just going to finish off with the paraphrase of Matthew 11. And the paraphrase says this, get in the yoke with me. Let me disciple you I'll bear the weight of your burden. My yoke is good. And you will find rest and companionship in, the, in our labor together. What a novelty. We think that we are left to our own doing to carry the burdens of life. When Jesus invites us every day, when we're faced with burdens and responsibility, come, I'm inviting you, take my yoke. Let me, bury that. Let, let me carry that weight. There is a difference when you let him carry the weight. The response is that your life is girded with grace. There's strength there, strength there. I can't actually I can't I can't explain it. It was this very reason when we are burdened that Christ says, "Come all those that are weary and burdened." those who have tried to find freedom on their own and had found only bondage instead. He says, come to me and I will give you rest. So let me ask you as I finish tonight, has your quest for freedom led you to despair? Ask yourself that. Doing it your way, has it led you to despair? Going outside of God and his gift? Has it led you to despair? Are you ready to come alongside the only one who can truly set you free? Christ came that we might experience freedom, not just wish for it, that we would experience freedom. Yet it's only when we humble ourselves and team up with him, that personal freedom becomes a reality. And that's why submission and yielding you know, to his lordship in our life is so crucial for us to experience freedom. But we have issues letting go, beloved. We have issues letting God control our lives because we fundamentally don't trust his character. We don't trust his nature. We don't trust the finished work of the cross. We don't trust the provision that was given to us. And so we are yoked by other things. I wanna finish with this. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. But we must first stand firm and then not let us be burdened again by the yoke of slavery. And I think the biggest slavery we have is going to the well of self. We are going to get ourselves free. Come to me, all you who are weary and burdened. Are you weary or burdened by something tonight? The invitation says to come and I will give you rest. He says, take up my yoke upon you and learn from me. For I am gentle and humble in heart. You will find rest for your soul. God says, take up the yoke. I will teach you the ways of freedom. And as I learn to walk in freedom in this event with my husband, free from the fear of uncertainty, the unpredictability of life, free from being anxious for things that I have absolutely no control over, as I walk out alongside him and give him and choose him for my burdens, then what I get is rest and freedom. So truly, his yoke gives us our freedom. As I walk this, you should see this in my life as life goes on and as things in our event continue. Whatever comes, if I stay yoked with Jesus, you will see the result of that. You will see my vulnerability. You will see my humility. You will see how I choose to make it about him and not the event. See, we learn his ways when we're faced with things, if we take up his yoke. If not, then we never learn and we repeat the matter. I don't know about you. I'm just getting too old to repeat. So now I'm choosing his yoke or mine. And ultimately, now it's becoming a little bit more him than my own or others. So, Whom or what are you yoked to tonight? God is inviting you to come and to find rest in him. And all he's asking you is to submit whatever you're burdened with, whatever concerns you, whatever robs you of your joy on a daily basis. You know what I'm talking about. He's going to ask you to submit it. Make him Lord. Just say, Jesus, you're Lord over this area your Lord over this one. I choose you over all of it. Cause me to do this every day, Lord. And every day I do that, I take up his yoke, I get my freedom. It sounds simplistic, beloved, but that's what belief is. My faith is not how I'm going to fix this, how I'm going to carry this burden, because I can't. That's the point. I can't. But he can. Amen? So, Let me pray for you. Let me ask the Lord to show you anything in your life right now that you are yoked to. A responsibility, a burden of finances, a fear of whatever. If you're burdened by a lie, a falsehood, an illusion, those are yokes too, beloved. If you're yoked to unbelief, you're anxious about your tomorrows. God is inviting you to come and invite you to rest to rest in him tonight. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we praise you. We ask you, Lord, that you would just speak to your people tonight. And Lord, bring up anything, Lord, that, that they may not be aware of. And this is the exposure that I was talking about. You expose things to the light, Lord, because you want us to make a choice who to go to. So whatever has been exposed today is not for punishment, but to actually bring us to a place of freedom. God, I thank you for that. I thank you, Holy Spirit, as I'm speaking, you're putting the finger on certain things that we carry as a yoke around us. Our marriages, our children, the, the, you know, the future of our children, the future of, of different things that are happening in our workplace God, all of these things, God, we we can be yoked by those. And Lord, I ask, Lord, tonight, Lord, that we would be brave enough to come and to take the invite from the Holy Spirit tonight to come to Jesus so that we can find rest and find the abilities in God to get through this. And I pray this in Jesus' name. God has spoken to you in different areas of your life that you know, nobody has to tell you, Jesus is not Lord. You're yoked to it. The result is that you lose your peace. You're angry. You're frustrated, you're irritable. You have no grace. There's something that you're yoked to. Maybe yoked to rejection. I don't know, but God knows it. And He's saying, Would you come to me tonight? Would you come? I'm inviting you to come and to take up my rest. I think it's a great invitation, don't you? Only you can do that step. I can't do it for you. But God says, by an act of faith, to step and submit these areas to him and say, God, I choose you. I choose you. Hallelujah.